This episode is brought to you by Rev Trio. Now, we're here to talk about the NFL, but for all of our other football fans out there, the English Premier League is about to kick off, and as of Friday, November 13th, Premier League soccer will return to Rev. The package will cost $9.99 to all subscribers, and Rev Trio customers will receive their first three months of league pass absolutely free. All customers interested in the Premier League will have to call to opt in. Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the read option. It's a football Monday. We're recording this on a football Monday. Football, we wanted to get football. We wanted to get the live raw emotion from our favorite Green Bay Packers fan. Liv, how you doing? Go pack, go. How are things at Lambeau Field? What's good? How's the frozen how tundra? Doing? I'm in mourning, and it just feels like you guys are being a little insensitive. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, yeah. we would yeah. never. What? We just are your friends. We love you. Right? We, su- we support this team. We want to see you happy. Shout out to Cam, by the way. Always root for your friends. Great job by the Bucks. But, you know, this we is the same want to see you there. That we say we're going for Packers, and she say, well, Tua sucks. Yeah. like that's not, that's not how it happened, but okay, cool. If I remember correctly, we legitimately tried to start the podcast two weeks ago by throwing our full support. We were bringing all our irrational Dolphin fandom 100% behind the Packers, and you just tossed us aside like we don't matter. You know? It's cool. Yeah. You know what else is cool? You didn't answer, though. Having a high draft pick. Mm. Yeah. All that work for a low draft pick. Why are you in mourning, Liv? Like, let's talk about this. Let's chop it up. Like, why are you in That's mourning? That's a really you know? dumb question. No, I mean, seriously, because what you said to us so many times over the course of this season and to anyone that's listened to this podcast, your central theme was you don't get too high, you don't get too low, you're always even keel, and you're so used to this happening. God damn it, you lost in this I never season, said that. You lost in the same game last year. Like it's not yes. this ain't even new. <laughs> the NFC ago. Championship, the NFC Championship game is very difficult because we have lost this the fourth time. I don't enjoy that part of it. Someone's season has to end at some point. You enjoy your playoff run. We usually do well, but that heartbreak, it hurts. It's not like, oh, we didn't make the playoffs and that's the end of the season. No. Losing in this game is difficult. It's the trip to the Super Bowl, and I've been here several times before. And to be totally happened? honest, I don't really – the only saving grace for me as a Packers fan is I didn't want to pay, play Patrick Mahomes. Like, we, I – that was the No, 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 no. Not opinion, buying it. Not buying it. I just missed most of this because – If had, it was the Bills who won, I'd have been like, yeah, let's go. Chalk. Y'all like chalk. Hmm. Tom Brady good, though, hey? Okay, so serious qu- – Serious question. Which one hurts more? Uh, losing in the NFC Championship game this year or last year? Last year, because I thought... Maybe I didn't know. I didn't... Uh, no. There's no actual difference. I'm thinking back to even when we lost to the Cardinals. Every single one is equal. 
they're, they're not different. They're not actually different. They, they don't hurt more. I think we were number one seed, yes. Uh, we were in Lambo, yes. It was about time. But you don't expect Brady to show up in your conference like that. That just doesn't happen. Mm. So, well, I want to play, I wish we had some cheesy 70s game show music to play over in this, uh, for this segment right here, because I want to do something very special I like to call the blame game. So I have four contestants for us to play the blame game with. We have a segment called Run, Aaron, Run. We have a segment called Le Flu, What the Hell? And a segment called Kevin King. You just make that face right there. I mean, I know this is an audio medium. People aren't seeing seeing what I'm doing, but you just make a cringe face when you say Kevin King's name because he was just so horrible. Or our fourth segment, Bucks defense is just that good. So who gets the blame, Liv? Blame game. Who you taking? Top pick. Top pick defense is that good. Uh, second one Surprising. is runner and run. And then no, no, no. Look, we're just gonna go. With, we're just go. We're just gonna oh. go with your top one for now. So oh, you're gonna okay. go with the Tampa defense. It's just that good, John. What's your take on how good that Tampa defense was? I'm gonna say that it wasn't that great. It was decent, but that's not the reason why um, they won the game. No, the Packers lost that game. The 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 Buccaneers didn't win it. Whoa, but. I mean, at the end of the whoa, whoa! I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah. Now, they you know why? You team. had three picks from, you had three picks from Brady, and you did nothing with it. That's your fault. You get gifts. You literally get gifts. Hold you on, have fourth down. You can't go for it. I gotta kind of push back on what John said when he said the Bucks defense didn't play that well. I mean, I think that's as good as you expect a defense to play. You're not gonna stop Aaron Rodgers, particularly in that, in that spot. You're not going to stop Aaron Rodgers. But what they did have was timely turnovers, and they got pressure in key spots. So, I mean, that as I was watching the game, I was saying all they needed to do was have that one or two turnovers, and they did just that. But this I is, think that's and enough Devontae to couldn't stay open. Yeah, Devontae couldn't, couldn't, couldn't stay open. The so breakout no, player? I think they, they did a good enough job. They did a good enough play. They did a good, good enough job. Um working on them and then after the injury to Aaron Jones you just lose all hope of in any run game and then you're stuck so it just started to disintegrate to be honest and that last play right before that stupid penalty right before the half that they didn't call was enough to literally seal the game in my opinion I think the game was done by halftime well I think the game was done when um King got beat like to me that was Kevin King I can't was, wait to get to his yeah, segment. That was always going to be. But the thing is, this just shows football is the ultimate team sport because it doesn't matter how great your offense is. It's what your defense can do. And Green Bay, to me, messed up many times with easy interceptions they could have gotten, which they didn't capitalize, like in their hands a couple of times. But that's our offense. The defense <laughs> did their job. The defense got three takeaways because of a, a, a Brady mi- mistake, but they were still there to give turn the ball over. They're supposed but, to do something with it. You hand the ball to Aaron Rodgers and say, nope, Brady, you ain't scoring on this drive. Here you go, Aaron Rodgers. Y'all okay. supposed to do something with it. Matt LaFleur, y'all supposed to do something with it. I and, and to be honest, the more I thought about it, I say, I think that Aaron thought this was fourth down territory. That So he took that stupid chance at going back. No, to, uh, he, he said that. He literally said that. That was, and in, was supposed he, to. He said, when I, he should have run. 
I think he said I was playing like we had four downs. He literally said that after the game. Like, so, so it was no thought in his mind that it was anyway, we're jumping the gun here, but there yeah. was no thought in his mind that he was going to go to a field goal. I just want to stay on the Tampa defense for a minute, right? Because you mentioned this when we talked uh, after the game last night too, about the Packers not capitalizing on the three turnovers, but isn't that a testament to how good that Bucks defense was playing though, because they were off the field for what, maybe three plays before Brady would throw another pick and then another pick, but they came right back on and Shaq Barrett was in Aaron Rodgers face all day. JPP and his four fingers was in Aaron Rodgers face all day. That defense was balling, even though but Aaron Rodgers, was but the, the defense would get the ball good. back from turnovers. So guys, both defenses played what did what they were supposed to do. And when the offense comes on the field, you have to score. So guess what? Somebody scored and somebody didn't. You can't get those gifts from Brady. You cannot and leave with a three and out. It is just stupid to me that you did nothing with that time. All right. So if you rank the Bucks defense at number one, who gets the, who comes in second? Second on the medal podium at the blame game. I forgot what my options were again. Did I say number two was? Pippen you know, Pure. Aaron Rodgers. You're going to go Aaron Rodgers because you want us to make Aaron Rodgers number one. Like mm-hmm. on Sunday night, you were making him number one. I only made him number one because Aaron had a few, and you all said, yes, Aaron looked great on paper, but there were a few moments where I you didn't realize. To yourself, no, because there's a few moments where you go, that one was on you. That was a decision that you still had to make because you still have the ability to change things on the field. You ain't the type of person who is like, Oh, you don't get to make a, a decision at the line. So when you're not able to connect, why are you going for why are you going for Devontae? He is rule him out. Okay. He ain't there. Yeah, he, he makes ain't got it. One for on seven. Devontae Adams is one for seven, right? We can't go to him. It's not working out. You have the ability to run. Okay, yeah, we'll say that you thought you had fourth down, but you still could have picked up more yards than we even had on that last drive to even make Matt LaFleur maybe think, you know what? Let's go for those extra two or three yards instead. Because you did it before against the Rams the previous um week. Then how so much you have to play impeccable have, next to you have to play impeccable against Brady. You have to. Because he's going to take advantage of his opportunities. And he did. Okay. Does this just mean that Brady just had the better team then? Because Brady was so far from impeccable. <laughs> so if the if Aaron Rodgers had to play impeccable to win that game, we're just saying that the Bucs are just straight up better then. You Brady see gave the ball this, away three times. Brady, Brady at the <laughs> at the end of the the first half didn't pull an Aaron Rodgers on us. Because that's what Aaron does. That two-minute drive right before the half is Aaron's moment to, to, to shine. And he, there's the pick. Boom. Now now Brady got it. You drop one on him. They wasn't even expecting it. And now you're, now that's, that's the score that they're up. And yes, it's a PI that didn't get called. And I'm sick of the flicking refs. Oh, we let him play. We let him play. But y'all can decide to not let him play on the drive to flip and let them seal the game. That's garbage to me. That was blatant, though. Like, yeah, it really was blatant. There are stills of Kevin King, everyone's favorite DB, Rapping literally it. pulling the jersey, and you can see it. I, I mean, I didn't I say that it was. I didn't say that. Was, I didn't say that no, no, I didn't blatant. say that it wasn't a PI. No, I'm not saying that it wasn't PI. I'm saying y'all got to be consistent throughout the whole game. If y'all gonna be like we're letting them play, and you have PI earlier and other and other um, calls you ain't making, be consistent throughout. Because yes, there was a couple of touch and goes on both sides where they were like. Boy, I guess they're guess they're letting them play. Uh, if y'all can let them play, let just let them always play. I mean, letting them play is one thing, but when you blatantly pull the yeah. jersey and the back judge the, could see that previous, clearly, that's tough for them not to pull that flag. Previous, I could see if it was like a, if they bumped in the air or it was something like that where it was a bang bang play. But this is one of those I'm things. I'm not like, saying that it wasn't. 
But okay. the previous call right before the half that was PI also gave them a score. So that's the difference. I'm not happy about it, but whatever. Should have played better, so you don't have to rely on the, on the refs. That's all. Agreed. Maybe Kevin King shouldn't give all up I know one play that you can't give up in that spot. It's an insult to say Tom Brady did it Aaron Rodgers. Because Tom Brady is pretty great. And Tom Brady is known for going down the field like the greatest. No, I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying the consistent the two consistent things about Aaron is I that opening drive almost always scores. Listen, no, let me finish. Opening drives almost always scores. And then right before the half, he always puts something up when they don't think he has enough time. Six seconds, boom, TD going into the half, up. Y'all ain't never catching us. Game over. I mean, I've seen Tom Brady do that for 19 years. Like, yeah. Uh, Pretty much. If you if you would have said it was like Chad Henning, he was starting the quarterback and he did that, then I could say, okay, I get your analogy. But you can't get that analogy with Tom Brady. I want to go to that that lot. Well, really, that last possession that has been the 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 talk of all NFL analysis. It's been the talk at every water cooler. If people still do that, no, they're not water cooling anymore. All virtual water coolers yeah. where people are talking about this game, right? And Liv just mentioned where she said Aaron Rodgers should have run for it. And I get people, I get people saying that. I get the arguments against that. But at some point, we have to realize we got to trust his pocket presence, right? Like if this is Aaron Rodgers, we don't think he knows what he's doing. We don't think he knows why. And you said going to Devontae Adams. Their whole offense the entire year is going to Devontae Adams. You mentioned a million times on this podcast how you don't trust MVS. So where the hell else was Aaron Rodgers going to go with the ball? Tunyon? He went to MVS twice in the game and he actually performed that. So this is the one game I don't actually need MVS. Okay, but and earlier, earlier when they needed that two-point conversion, he tried to go to someone else. St. Brown and St. Brown Brown had two major drops. So I also thought that was a stupid decision. You live and die. What, to not catch the ball that hit you right in the chest? No, to go for two. You know what what Aaron Rodgers did? Aaron Rodgers put trust in He put trust in his best player, and I think he was expecting LeFleur to put that same kind of trust in him because he's his best player. On the field, Aaron Rodgers knows I need Devontae Adams. Adams. But Adams got beat from the beginning and he was one for seven in, in the in, in the half no you can't go you can't go back to him it does matter one for Do you seven see how many times brady continued to go to mike evans brady does one not for care seven? A, quarterback, a quarterback has to have a short memory it does not matter you go one for you go seven you mike evans on one yeah, drive looked like he was trying to give the game to the packers yes it does not matter all of those brady picks were mike evans targets and like then Mike Evans, every single one. Yeah, Mike Evans makes a good catch towards the end of the game. It's just like on a, on a pivotal drive. It just happens. That's what it is. Run the ball. Uh, the, Run the, ball. the holy the holy shit around thing. Number one, I trust his pocket presence to know better. Number two, if you look at that again and look at the angles, you had one receiver. At the I can keep line looking at it. I can, I can disagree with you. Time against the Rams. Yeah, do no. not think he was. He was not scoring yeah, on that. I don't know if y'all think he's. I don't know if y'all think he's Lamar Jackson, but he's not. The thing is, if he it's the not. Jump, it's, been fine. Yeah, if he would have gone immediately and make that decision, but the thing is, I don't think the objective even would have been to score. It's to get closer into position to score. That's fine. That's like, fine, but but people I don't, were talking like it's a sure bet that he was walking in that end zone and that was not going to happen. You gotta These remember are huge, he, extremely yes, fast human beings. But also, you got to understand how crafty 
uh, Aaron Rodgers is and a Patrick Mahomes is and Lamar Jackson is. They pass the line of scrimmage and they still pump fake the ball. And the natural reaction for a defender is to jump, is to do something. so those it, other two names that you called, he's not on their level of athleticism. Like, let's be real. Like, Aaron no, Rodgers is but he's nice crafty for, enough. Uh, That's what I said. Crafty. Cuban. He's a crafty quarterback that could get it done. But John, he that craftiness that he did the week before, who was it against the Rams? That was within two yards. That was not what he. That was not a ten-yard oh, no. scramble with JPP you, okay. bearing down on you, See, and you had an other defender with the angle from the no, goal line. No, I could pull pictures and I could manipulate the pictures to say, "Oh, see this, see this." If he would have just, when he was rolling out the pocket, when he immediately rolled out the pocket, if he would have just went for it, I. We had next gen stats. Yeah, we, exactly. <laughs> I was just about to say. Let's go get next gen We're stats. I probably. <laughs> Okay, 10 YS stats. We can figure something out. 10 10 YS stats says there was a 75% chance of him scoring a touchdown on that drive. And then it was a 98% chance of him getting two yards in. You know who you know what percentage he didn't have? Them two defenders on Adams, it wasn't gonna go in. Trust me. But also you gotta understand, okay, you say that there's a two defensive backs. The wide receiver could turn around and block a defensive back. Like I'm thinking that that's gonna be a block. It's Jason Pierre-Paul, which would have been the scary thing. Would he? It, no, no, no. Yeah. I think it was the uh, it was the other defender the at the goal line. The, he was the reason. He no, was but the, reason. the safety was in the back Aaron of the end zone. No, it, we got to look at it again. What I don't know which receiver that was that was at the goal line. There were two still running out of bounds. Still running out of bounds. And get it closer. Effort. He still okay. could have gone for it. You see, Chad Henney. You see, what, you see how slow Chad Henney is. Dog, all I'm saying is if we're going to parse it down to what Aaron Rodgers should have done, I am trusting 16 years of Hall of Fame pocket presence to know in that spot. you got to trust him to do what he thinks is best. And that's what he did. Pick up pick up more yards. That's it. You had the opportunity. Everyone's <laughs> saying everyone's saying you all had two options, right? And you still right. and you had space. It's still better than what you're trying to do. It's trying to okay. squeeze it in between him. Well, let's let's get to what he was trying to do because, like I mentioned before, he talked about his thought prep thought process in that moment and he thought he had four down so blame third on the blame game i can't believe he's getting the bronze medal in this because to me he's at the top of the medal podium actually he's no, only he's the second, top because he, no he's no he's only the top no he's second i, I this get is Kevin the King last the chance to get it right there were previous plays and previous drops and previous mishaps that did not fall on the coach that's why look he's at, number three look at you I, I distinctly remember on an earlier podcast you argue that the last mistake is the most important one. Yeah, you of said course that. it is. But that ain't the reason why we dig ourselves into this hole in, right here. It's the most obvious, yes. It's just I, like when you make a bad choice. If you take a risk and you make a bad choice and it don't work out, of course you get crucified. And if you make it, take a risk and it works out, you're a hero and gutsy. But this time, he was being too conservative and it did not work. But also, you could also say that with the coaches, like what type of defensive scheme do they run? They literally ran what the Jets ran. Like, that was a defensive scheme. Like, why are you running with that much time? Like, I mean, if we being perfectly honest, that's the play that lost in the game. Because you went that's from it. going into... When I saw that play happen, into the house, I was like, that's Because that's, let's, let's remember, they actually had the ball before the, the interception, the turnover. So you are actually driving. And so you're thinking... You mean the own right. PI call that gave him a turnover. 
we either go in so you went from going thinking we're either going into the half trailing 14 13 or we could score here and we're going ahead 17 14 going into the half so Packers fans you got to be feeling good then you have the turnover so automatically your mindset shifts to all right well maybe we can keep it to 14 10 worst case scenario they'll get a field goal in a 17 and 10 nah you give up a touchdown in the worst possible they spot for the with less than 20 run. seconds left to play. Like, That's where they lost the game, I think. Because after that, they were just scrambling for their life. I looked at Scotty Miller, right? And the way he was running the route seemed like he was going to run and go for an out. Like, that sort of seemed like that's what the play was, to get like a 10-yard out to be able to get um, a field goal. But when he started running, it looked like it was just like, oh, I got him. And he literally just, re- King was honest, like, I don't know what he was doing, but he was slower than me. Let's just put it that caused way. Me to get, caused me to get sidetracked from LeFleur. Listen, LeFleur, don't kick a field goal in that spot. There's absolutely no benefit to you cutting the lead from es- eight to five. Especially None. if you, you have Aaron Rodgers. Game. If you are, if your season is going, the minute they kick that field goal, I said to myself, then I get in the ball back. Like you just knew in that moment it was going to be done. There's no benefit. There's no analytics people. There's no numbers to support being down by five in that spot. You might as well be down by eight. The analytics said that it dropped from 10% to 9.5%. It wasn't enough. So you can't say I have faith in our defense, but you don't have faith in your your MVP quarterback. This is what I so you, you're supposed to go for your fourth down. Yes, 100%. That, the that's wrong call. That's the great thing about the stats. No advantage. It was less of an advantage. It was a percentage and a half less to go kick a field goal. You had a better chance of winning the game going for it. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. There's, what, 8 billion people in the world? And he's the only he's, person. Is, the, he's the only person to say, yeah. let's kick a field goal. Yeah, I think that this is going to be his Pete Carroll, you know, why y'all didn't give it to Lynch. Like, that's just going to always be, you always have to remember that game. You should have done this. But you know what? Hey. I think that's worse than a Pete over. Carroll thing. Because at least a football play was made on the, uh, with the chance to win the game. Like, there's a difference. Yeah, yeah this, ch- might, this might yeah. be worse. They had a chance to no, win yeah. the game with that throw. Like, you know, you know why this is worse? Because people will forever get to play what if. Like, see, it, like John was saying, at least the players, at least Russell Wilson got to decide it. And then uh, Malcolm Butler actually made a play. This is a play that never happened. This is just a bad decision, not allowing football players to football. And if it's one thing people hate, it's that. Boy. But Lefler's no, that's gonna the same be thing. For a while. Yeah. All right. Well. So the top, of, the top of the medal podium, the gold medalists for the blame game, Kevin King. Now, when the casual football fan, and we've talked about casual football. Oh, they know who Kevin part, King right? is. He <laughs> won. He... Everybody, bro, <laughs> this is not the way you want people to learn your name. <laughs> I swear, this is not the way to do it. He's the breakout star because everybody knows Kevin King now and for all the wrong reasons. And it's I not even just he... one play. I never knew his Kevin... name until that game, till that, that one play. And it'll be forever remembered now. But John, it's not one play. I don't know if you realize. Oh it. no, it's Kevin multiple. King yeah, had it the worst, just one King. Kevin King had the worst possible game you could have. Like the 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 first touchdown, Mike Evans caught that over him because he mistimed that jump so horribly. Like you watch that replay and you think, what the hell was this defender doing? Not knowing that in that moment, this is just the prelude to the game that Kevin King was gonna have. So he gets burned by Mike Evans, right? 
And then later, remember Leonard Fournette's run? Who do you think it was at the goal line who Leonard Fournette surfed over when he was sliding into the goal line and couldn't stop him? That's our boy, Kevin King. And then his moment came against Scotty Miller. Oh, my God. I, I, honestly, like, I could have defended that better, and I am in no way, shape, or form the athlete that Kevin King is because you know what I would have done? Run ha- straight to the end zone. Run straight what? I, I was- just... That's the time to grab his undershirt. Passive interference. Like, don't let him catch that ball. He literally gave up the one thing that he could not do, which is to let the ball get behind you. Oh, Liv, your thoughts in that moment, because you were quiet at that point when Kevin King gave up the worst possible touchdown you've ever seen before the half. No, I put my phone on airplane mode about four times through the game just because I didn't feel like... um, I noticed that because it was only one tick going in the group. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I was like I wasn't, you went in I the also forgot capacity. that I enjoy watching the game by myself too because I watch it with my parents and my mother oh yeah you did say that me coming watching the game my parents was the biggest mistake that I could have done yeah because see my dad is usually okay and he's more pro pockets but I think my mother enjoys who's your mom pull for like turmoil she's a Broncos fan but I think she enjoys my turmoil yeah. So no parents do that. Uh, we see where you get that. Oh, my dad the is a sweet, caring for, person. You know? No, my both my parents like the dolphins, you know. Yeah, no, no, but I'm, I'm saying like the, the way your mom acts in football games against your team is how you would act towards us watching the dolphins so my, play. My brother, uh, who passed away, was a Buccaneers fan. So my mom was actually low-key pulling for the Bucks. She just didn't well, want to say sense. it because I was present. Um okay, so you gotta let that one slide yeah. though. I'm not letting it slide because she was literally like egging me on and being like, uh, can you not do this? I'm right here. And it really hurts when you're doing this to me. <sighs> I mean, Kevin King was doing it to you. She wasn't. Yeah. Shout out to Kev. <laughs> wow, look at that. A Kevin uh, bringing happiness about for a Kevin. That, that's amazing that, how that works out. That was great. In that moment, did you think it was over? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I yeah. thought it was over too. Like hands down, when they yeah. did, that, I said this game is over. I went to the I, think point, I, I went to the point system board game. and I put the points on on Ronaldo's name oh, after that play. Speaking of which, where are we with all those? No, we don't get to the point system until the end. We're staying here because we ain't even done with Kevin King. So after he had those three horrible plays, then comes well. This wasn't even the biggest play. This is just the one that people are gonna remember because it was the last one. Because I still think. Giving up the touchdown to Scotty Miller was the biggest That's the worst. The but the, I, but the pass so. interference on third and long, blatantly grabbing Tyler Johnson's jersey. You know, like, DBs learn to do this. Like, you learn to be crafty with pass interference. You cannot blatantly Tug pull it. someone's jersey. Because e- even if the ref wants to let you get away with that, they can't because that's too blatant. And for everybody that was crying and complaining and saying, oh, they was letting them play, they weren't letting them play with blatantly pulling the jersey. That's what I'm saying. He could be better at cheating. That's gotta, my only problem. You, you got to tug it. Keep you got to tug it, not pull. A little tug. I agree. I agree. I agree. Keep your hand on the body and like move the body, you know? I just think there were just way too many, way too many mistakes. Oh, I don't John, think anybody. She sounds, she sounds so defeated. Oh, I am defeated. Of course I'm defeated. Oh. I was trying to go to Tampa. Yeah. Do you know every year I block out? Do you know every year I block out my vacation in February just in case we make, make it to the Super How much strip clubs we could have gone to? But you would have had the quarantine. Go. Not yet. They ain't do it yet. 
You can still you can still go. I mean, yeah. You just ain't watching yeah. the Packers, but you can no, still go. No, you just leave now. I, why am I going to play and watching the Packers? Why you can leave now? Uh, let me tell you from exp- Let me tell you from leave Super now Bowl experience. Quarantine. You don't have to. You don't have to actually enjoy the football game to enjoy Super Bowl weekend in the city. I'm just saying it's it's not essential. Like it's a cool little thing to do. Not essential. Tampa could be. No, I'm going for the game. (laughs) Okay, well, that is not in the Super Bowl. That is not the Super Bowl weekend spirit. I think I think your Super Bowl weekend spirit was a little different because you literally went with a beer company. Which completely? But I wasn't even. I wasn't even drinking. I know. You don't even drink, and that that changes the whole dynamics of of what you do. But it's just like. But I understand Olivia's point. Like I've gone to UCF games, like big games, and literally have been like, "Nope, I'm going to bed early. I'm waking up early. I'm not drinking. I'm making sure that I am in. Like I'm playing the game. Like it's literally like I'm playing the mm-hmm. game." Like, it's just an intensity mm-hmm. that you have. Like, if the Dolphins made the Super Bowl, you think I'm drinking? Depends on who we're playing. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yes. <laughs> I'll be out my mind drunk and be like, we won. Oh, man, I'll be terrible. Oh, man. Liv, are you, are you able to talk about the other side of the bracket? Are you able to talk about the AFC Championship? Yeah, man, championship I can talk game? about the AFC Championship. I mean, I love watching Patrick Mahomes play. I'm happy he wasn't actually concussed. I, I'm i glad it's just, you know, he was toe whatever you want to call to, it. To... No, he had a pinched nerve. It was a below the neck, not above. So it wasn't affecting his brain. It was just blood flow to his head. That's all the, it was. The biggest thing from this is they lost the tackle, Eric Fisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, a huge, yeah. huge blow. Okay, yeah. so you know how in basketball they always say, and John John heard this tons of times, like when they would always say like veteran teams like the Spurs, they just know how to flip the switch or they say it about LeBron a lot. When playoff time mm-hmm. comes, he just flips the switch mm-hmm. and then it's something completely different. Mm-hmm. I had never seen that in football before until that game because that's what that felt like. like it felt like the Chiefs flipped the switch and then they were just – this completely overwhelming, overpowering team that. But they always do this. Yeah. This was always. Look, no, no, no. The Chiefs I, be down and come up out yeah. of nowhere. They always do yeah. that. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not talking about against the down Browns. Coming was, back. No, no. I think that game against the Browns was a wake up call to them where they said, oh, we can't come in and just pussyfoot around. No, this but team. the the entire the entire run last year, they were they were coming from behind in those games. Like they were down two scores. Yeah. This one just felt like domination, though. Like this one felt like yeah. even when the Bills scored, they were the down first by drive, nine first. It felt it felt like nothing because because it wasn't double just, digits. This was the first. This was the first time I saw the Bills play, and they didn't look like th- this season. First time I saw the Bills play this season, and they didn't look like they belonged on the field. Like that. I mean, we expected them to do this, though. I don't know. I didn't expect that. <laughs> I did not I, expect. I, did. Them to I didn't think they like were going to win, and I thought that. I thought the way that the Browns played the Chiefs, I was just thinking, man, there's no way the Chiefs are going to even think about joking around this game, and and to me, that was not a surprise at all. Like, even uh, going back to what we were talking about with Lafleur and being conservative, like. McDermott, you can't be kicking all them field goals when you're playing against. Oh, he likes field goals. I'm goal. sorry, bro. Like I understand that Bill Bass is a good kicker, but 
they kicked two field goals within the 10 yard line. I think it was, they were down 21 9. It was fourth and goal from the like, two. This is the and Chiefs. They, and they yeah. kicked it. You had fourth and goal on the two yard line. Your quarterback is seven feet tall, 300 pounds. Ain't nobody tackling him. But you need you, two yards. You saw Tony Romo when he's like, yeah, they're going to go for it. And the kicker's coming on the field. And Tony Romo was like, and they're going to go for it. Yeah, they're going to go for it with the kicker running on the field. And he just kept saying, they're going to go for it. And then he's like, why aren't they going for it? Like this makes Romo was trying to, Romo was trying to will that. He was trying to fake this objective thing. They should, by the way, so like stop that and just let them go. What Romo really wanted to say is, you idiots, if you continue to you kick field goals, do this. you have no chance. And then again, on the very next possession, so the Chiefs don't score on it. No, I think the Chiefs got a field goal and it was 21-12, right? It was 24 to 12. So the Chiefs answered that that Bucks field, I mean, sorry, that Bills field goal with a field goal of their own. So still trailing by 12, right? They are again in the red zone. They had they had like it was it was fourth and short, and they were on the eight, 10 or eight yard line or something like that. And then they kicked another one. And they literally like, did what the po- Dolphins would do. Like just at that point, you had to be like, all right, y'all ain't trying to go to the Super Bowl. This is way too much field goals. Did you not watch the NFC Championship game? You can't be kicking field goals. Here's the thing, because I have some Buffalo fans, not the Bahamian Buffalo fans, but actual people from Buffalo on my page. And it's like death taxes, Josh Allen throwing the interception in the fourth quarter. Josh Allen turned the ball over. Like he's but but the thing is, it's like you put him in that position to for that to happen because now he's pressing. Because if yeah. you let him go for it on fourth down earlier, and they if they get these scores, he's not pressing as hard and trying to do as much. So a lot of these turnovers that he gets in the fourth quarter is him trying to do way too much when it's too late. And why and doesn't he know how to get rid of the ball, man? How are you losing so much yards running backwards? Like, what is wrong with this kid? Uh, all right. I mean, he has that. I got a I got a rock. I got a rocket for Josh Allen here, though. I got a sick of a Josh Allen here. Though. You don't like he him has legitimately, but no, I, I like Josh Allen. I just think it's BS in the way that he has been covered as a young quarterback in his third season compared to how the narrative is with Lamar Jackson, another young quarterback, the same time frame they've been in the league. I just think people talk about it in two completely different ways, but I like Josh Allen. I like the, I like the way he plays. So I like the mentality he plays with, and he has been one of the top quarterbacks in the league all season. He's carried Buffalo. Like, yeah. unless you were getting pressure on Josh Allen, he was picking you apart. Like he was Peyton Manning in his prime. That's what Josh Allen looked like at times in this season. So give him that chance though. Like to me, this goes back to coaches taking away the chances, give him the chances on fourth and goal within 10 yards to pick that up. He has Stephon Diggs, he has Gabe Davis. How does he do under that pressure, though? Not good. Actually, according to analytics, Josh Allen is the best quarterback under pressure in the NFL this season. This season. But this is not a history Yeah, seriously. But no, No, but I feel this season he's made a dramatic increase in his accuracy. His accuracy went up like almost 20 points in one year. All tendencies tend to die hard. But um, my thing is... Y'all being harsh. No, 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 no. Like, he's, he's a good quarterback, but yeah, he needs to learn how to get rid of the ball, and he needs to learn how to slide properly because it looked like he was going to get hurt a couple times. Yeah. But yeah, the real reason is Gabe Davis was hurt, so they didn't have that deep, <laughs> that other wide receiver to get with Stephon Diggs. Like, way to go, John. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate how you always find a way to get the UCF plug in there. Like, it, it's really an art form, and I respect it so much. Like, that's, but it's true. Really good but no, the, it's just like, you hope that, well, 
technically, I'm just saying, I don't hope that Buffalo is good. I hope that Miami beats them to pieces next year. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> you look at the, the core of Buffalo, it's going to be a good, decent team. But you have to take advantage. Like You have to go to win the game if you're an underdog. Everyone knew you were the underdog, right? Nobody, especially as a coach, if I went as an underdog, nobody is going to be mad if you said, I went for fourth down. They went for When they went for fourth and, and one at the midfield in the first drive, you're looking like, oh, man, he's really going to call this game and he's just going to go for it, balls to the wall. This, and the next thing you know, it's like, I get maybe kicking the first field goal, right? Get some points on the, the second board. one. The yeah. second one, though. yeah, but gets a point down the 12. Board. And it's just like, no one is going to say what a terrible coaching job by Buffalo because they went for it on fourth down. Man, they, you're the underdogs. They would just be like, the only reason why they won is because of gutsy play calling. Like, there's no negatives you're going to get from it. Liv, did you actually watch this game? Because I assume I that did you didn't. I, I didn't. I, I was that watching you just it through the remote away. I was watching it on mute and I was, and I was actually watching the highlights um from the previous game on my phone the previous game (laughs) (laughs) the only other game that day (laughs) i I love how she described it as the previous game (laughs) so would you have preferred oh man would you have preferred this or do you like the three o'clock kickoff time i wish it was one and i wish it was one and four i don't i it was weird. I don't like waiting that late. To Go watch call your people at the NFL oh. and tell them we need regular kickoff times. Who cares at this point? I think the later <laughs> oh. it is, it's better. It's better for like maybe like if it depend. It depends on if it's a West Coast team. It helps them out if they do it later in the afternoon. Yeah, you know how many West Coast teams uh, by the are way. in the Super Bowl. No people in the West Coast too. Like West Coast, we uh, cater to them too like, much. They don't have to watch games at ten a.m. That's great so because you have, have the rest of the coverage. day. No, no, no. People in the West Coast get to watch the games at a normal time when you have the game at 3 o'clock. Yeah, but when I was on the West Coast and watching games at 10 a.m., it's fantastic because by, what, 4 or 5 p.m., all the games are done. And it's like, this is great. I could go drink. You, you could literally get hammered during the day and have the same day you know hangover. You lose nothing. You lose pre, you lose, you, you lose all the coverage, like pre, you know, pre-game and all that stuff. So they're trying to sell ads, but... Just wake up, at, wake up at 9 a.m. I would not be waking up at 9 a.m. on a Sunday to watch football. I love rolling out of bed and be like, oh, 12 o'clock, let's go. Yeah, but now you're so rolling out of Mahomes. bed at 10. Mahomes. Mahomes, right? That that turf toe, non-existent. That concussion protocol stuff, non-existent. What do y'all think they did to him to get him ready for this game? Because, like, I knew there was no way he was missing it. But, like, how many procedures or what was he pumped full of to make him – 100% because for all of my football life, turf toe has been a pretty big deal. Like, even if you play with that, you're not moving 100%. Well, they, just, they, just, they describe they describe the thing they put in his, into his shoe to help him get through it. So Technology yeah, is right. a hell of a thing. But if you remember, OJ so McDuffie had OJ McDuffie had turf toe like his entire career. And it was just like one of like, <laughs> the whole time. Turf toe used to be like a career ending injury in the NFL. Yeah. Like, it's you like you had to gut through it. Yeah. And this person has turf toe, so they're never going to be normal again in their lives. And it's no. just like, what? No. Now, yeah, they took Except part, for they, it's they three put, days, three yeah. days, and they, then he's fine. They put something in your shoe now. They probably put some cushion in it and they, you know, take majority of the snaps. So they only take 10 snaps that practice. He takes it's drugs, five and a half. It's drugs. Yeah, the answer is drugs. But you did mention though that 
the Chiefs will be without both starting tackles. I mean, we're, we're just going to talk about the Super Bowl briefly, this matchup. Um, this is not going to be the same Chiefs team, obviously, because the protection in that game was great. But now you go up against this Bucks defense led by what we saw JPP and Shaq Barrett do. And they know you don't have your two and starting tackles. Too. So, like, you still have so, him. So, one game might be a beast. It's it's I'm it's gonna be very interesting to see. And they the get Chiefs the defensive they get the defensive back Mahomes. back Whitfield, like they, yeah, they both of them yeah they were they lost they lost Whitehead in that game and he was making huge plays against the Packers he was beating the shit out of Aaron Jones yep and you see what happened to Aaron Jones yeah that was a bad injury I could you must see crackers his sternum like he was he was breathing hard the whole time for the rest of the game just every time they they put the camera back on him he was like this. And I'm like, bro, what did you break? His his soul so moving his moving ego. forward. Yeah, and his soul. Ah, dude. Moving forward for the no, Super Bowl. Was... Do we do we take anything from the week 12 matchup when uh when these two teams played in Tampa? Kansas City won that game 28-24. But what's interesting is that's the last time the Bucks lost. They haven't lost since. They've Absolutely. been on a seven-game winning streak since they lost. lost Absolutely to, not. But uh, I Kansas City beat Buffalo, who was on like an eight-game winning streak. But yeah. I feel that everyone keeps saying it's a home game for Tampa. Technically, no, because they're still going to be staying in a hotel. It's going to be treated like they're on a road because, you know, they have media responsibilities. They're going to have to be in the bubble, blah, blah, blah. So, But they're still home and don't have to travel. Yeah. Whether you stay in yeah. a hotel or not. But you're in, this, you're in the city for like a week, though. So I don't yeah. think travel makes a difference. you in the city. No, I mean, like, it's still your city. Like, and, that's the city you live in. And it's not like their travel is um very impeding to their lives. Like, they're all traveling with nice 747. Everyone has extended seats. They can all sleep. It's not like they're traveling like us when we go in. All right. Aisle 37. Oh, look at that. I got no space <laughs> in my suitcase. Got to stick it under my chair. It's like, they don't worry about that. <laughs> All right, John, I think we should we should bring it back to live for this. Uh, and this could be the most important heartfelt part of this podcast. Based on what you heard from Aaron Rodgers, do you yeah. think you just watched his last game as a Green Bay Packer? No, I think he's putting pressure on them to make sure that they keep him happy. Um, I know he's a, I know he wants to have weapons around him and, and play eventually somewhere else i think i think that maybe it's wearing thin you can't keep having this happen every time but he's maybe gonna, if, if you no, but I, 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 I no i still think that he has at least the rest of his contract and wants to stay there to make it work because it's much harder to pull a brady you know that takes a few years to actually get some of those things done uh so, no no Clearly, it doesn't take a few years because no. let me t- let me tell you why I think they may be in danger with this. Right, you are looking just look just look to the opposite side of the field. Brady, his biggest problem with the Packers, I mean, sorry, with the Patriots organizational structure is y'all got me playing with buckets. I can no longer carry this entire thing. I need to go where some extreme talent is around me, the skilled position, and. If you look at the Bucks, they overflowing with talent. They got good skill position players that ain't even playing. So you where do they go? Aaron, you don't think where Aaron Rodgers looking at that saying San Francisco? Oh, that's the kind of shit I need to. That's the kind of shit I need to end my career. 
He going to Fort Kyle Shanahan. He going Kyle to Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan had Mike, I mean, not Mike, Matt Ryan looking like an MVP. Everywhere Kyle Shanahan goes, he experiences his success. Jimmy Garoppolo ain't it. You are from the area. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I think the 49ers is an, I think the 49ers is a possible destination for him, but I don't think it's next year. Boy, the way he Remember sounded, he that, that sound like he gone. No, no. No, the myself included, I think, was also just like a, a, a throwaway comment so that he doesn't make it seem like you have a lot of guys who who contracts coming up, contracts are coming up, meaning I'm not just talking like, you know, take some of the weight off and be like, yeah, myself included, trying to make it seem a little bit too down to earth. And then I think that's also a bit, I think it's also a, a warning, like, make sure y'all get me what I need because this they're is not, what happens. But they've shown that they're them. not going to get him what they need. Number one, Green Bay they get a backup quarterback. That's what they get. Number two. Number two, you have the opportunity to get him what you need in possibly the best receiver draft we've seen in recent years, and you pick his replacement. Then I newsflash, they're not getting him what he needs. Like this is it. This is this is what you get. You going to the four year nineties. He's done. I don't I, think it's I don't think it's next year. I think he's done. Like I don't think it's next year though. You're gonna be don't crying. So. Don't worry, I'll get you a box of I will be crying. When that yeah, happens, buy me the box. Give me the jumbo box from Costco. I'll buy you two. I'll need it. Might have yeah. to buy you a whole case. Yeah, get the case. Olivia get would not special. be special. Olivia card. won't be going to work at all for the entire week. I'll never. I will not come back to Denver. You'll never see me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so now moving forward, the next the next time <laughs> you listen to us, we all will be in the same position, having teams that are not playing. Except so we got a better no throw- draft pick. <laughs> ain't no throwing that one at us no more. We all mm-hmm. home. What are we watching I mean, this we've Super had Bowl? Seasons before. That's why we got rid of Mike McCarthy. So I mean, like mm-hmm. I haven't had bad seasons. Ah, uh, that'll well, do it. A quarterback ain't throwing the final, You want the final word? You want the final word, Liv? What the points is nine? Oh yeah, I forgot the point system. Ronaldo I'll took a one. commanding lead of Who? sixteen points. For picking TB12. I was um, the only 16? one that believed in the, I was the only one that yeah. believed in avocado ice cream. He's Me. got 16. Olivia's got 13. And I've got 14. So all right. So everyone literally for the Super I could Bowl. already announce my pick. It's whoever Ronaldo doesn't pick. <laughs> well, we're not making the Super Bowl pick now. We're waiting until oh, I'm just letting people know so it's week. on the record. Whoever you don't pick, I'm the other team. This is such bullshit. This is why this game shouldn't be worth eight points. This that's right a strategic. Here. That's a strategic thing. That's all. Like this. This should not be worth eight points. I I don't even know who I'm going with yet. Because now, you know what you have to do? You have to let you have to pick last. That's all. Because well, then he's just gonna switch it after the podcast. Is he can't switch it after the podcast? We have it on nope, record. That's why I said it already. Whoever Ronaldo you know, doesn't pick, that's you know what we're gonna do. We, Envelope? we will rock, paper, scissors to see no, who's no, making no. the selection first. The only way yes. we rock, yes. paper, scissors, the, no. that's fair. Yes. No, 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 no. The only that's way fair. I think we could do this is if we all put our answers in envelopes. And then, we, like, yeah, okay. no. on Super Bowl yeah. night? I'm that's okay what, with that. Yeah. So, yes, so who's, that's who's, fair. Nothing goes on, on the board. You could hold them and if you want to. I'll be objective. We can't mail it to ourselves because that's going to take 45 days to get here with a P.O. box system. <laughs> it got lost in the mail, but I mailed it in my post office. We'll be on the next Super Bowl, which the Dolphins will be in. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. Let me go eat my dinner, please. No one's stopping you. Sure. I'm on sure. Go. No problem. And and sad. All right. Yeah. We'll see y'all next week when we dissect the Super Bowl that will not feature the Green Bay Packers with every single storyline <laughs> that you could imagine. That's petty. That's like real petty. I mean, I thought you was my boy, but this really, wow, you showing your true colors now. We all in the same boat here, okay? Let's we're family. And they're not green and gold. Good night, guys.